Welcome to episode two of Initial Success. Today, I'm joined by my great friend, Larry Bailey. As a husband and father of three, Larry has navigated the many ups and downs of his blended family. In this episode, we discuss family, parenting, overcoming life's challenges, and the most important foundation of it all, the right partner. Thanks for listening to Initial Success. And we are good. All right. I'm excited to be here. Larry Bailey. Hey, how you doing? Good. Thanks for joining me. Hey, I'm excited, man. This looks great. Thank you. Thank you very yes. much. I appreciate that. Hey, I appreciate you, man. I'm so proud of you. I, I, I don't say it enough, but uh, I'm, I'm very proud of you. This is taking that, that leap and that journey, and I think that's a blessing. <laughs> Thanks, man. Yeah, that's, that's good to hear because uh, it's scary. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's scary, man. You know, like just going into something that I have no experience in right? and right. just committing to it from the jump is, uh, well, yeah, it's a leap. <laughs> yeah. But it wouldn't be a reason we don't call it faith. Sometimes you got to lean back a little bit and, and, and jump out there. So yeah. I think you're going to do incredibly well. So I'm Thank extremely you. excited. I appreciate that. Yes. I appreciate that. Yes. So what do you got going on? Oh man. Life, yeah. man. Yeah. You look it's, great, man. Oh, you hey, really look great. You've been hitting the gym, huh? Yeah, I have. I, I'm literally down 45 pounds. Holy shit. Yeah, yeah. Wow. I feel great. Um, got a lot more energy. Yeah. Uh, I had to, to to wake myself up a little bit. I started getting around at 2.30, and I said, whoa. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, that's too much. But, you know, father of two, well, now I'm three, mm -hmm. um, and a husband, and a working man, and businessman and you know it's a lot going on so yeah um i love it i'm always i'm always so fascinated by um different people's triggers you know because some people you know I, I always wonder when, when when people get to a certain weight yeah. you know and you and I, I think to myself all the time probably too judgmentally but you know when you see someone that's like very very overweight you're like right don't you hit up certain point, point where you're unhappy where with you it. think like, man, I really got to do something about this. Yeah. And I understand that it creeps up on people a lot of times, you know, before yeah. you know it, you're like enormous. I don't think you ever got to the point of like, eh, Larry, yeah. but maybe for yourself, yeah, for in myself, the mirror, yeah. you know, you're like, okay, I need to do something about this, but it, it it's was. funny how everyone's got a different limit. Right. And for, I think for me, it was, um, man, I couldn't regulate my, my blood pressure. Oh, it wasn't that I was like chunky. Mm -hmm. I was big, but it was kind of like high blood pressure. I'm African-American on top of it. You know, it's pretty common that a lot of African-Americans, males in the, the black community, we don't really go to the doctor, you <laughs> okay, know? Yeah, like, yeah. I've been trying to get my dad to go for like, I don't know, 10, 12 years. He still <laughs> hasn't went or had a colonoscopy, and he's almost 60. Oh, and wow. yeah, I know, which it's is scary. Late, right? It's never too late to get it. No, but, Yeah, but you're supposed to get it like 50s? Oh, they dropped it, man. Oh, what is it, it is, now? It's 40. 40? 40. Oh, no. we're, we're getting close. Oh, no. Yeah. I'm I not know. ready. Hey, it's okay. It's almost like you got to get yourself checked. But um, yeah, I had this migraine that wouldn't go away. And um, I was talking to my wife and I'm like, hey, listen, something's wrong. I don't know what's going on, but something's wrong. And she was like, what do you mean? I was like, I need to check my blood pressure. And it was high. How high? I think I was reading around 190 over 93. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. So yeah, concerning, it, very concerning. So, you know, I'm like, okay, let me go get checked out. And the doctor's like, yeah, we need to, we need to start looking at you either working out or we're going to put you on some medicine and, I, mm. and I'm not a fan of medication. Yeah. 
Yeah. I'm the know. same way. Yeah. I, I avoid it as much as I can. You know, I mean, look, if it's, if I need like an antiviral for something, right. whatever, like fine. But like, if I have a headache, yeah, I'm not taking Advil no. for that. Or, Let or me get tolerate. a little rest and wake up and be perfectly fine. Let me drink some water. Yeah. Yep. Get some well, sleep. You guys were at our wedding. So mm-hmm. that was the heaviest I've been. And although the photos turned out wonderful, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. deep inside, it was kind of hard to sit and be in a, really? a, a size up. I was a size 38. Oh, wow. Right. You didn't I, look it. No, I didn't. I wore it well. Yeah. yeah. Um, you guys, well, my friends, including you guys, I have that business suit body, you know? <laughs> okay. So when I start, I can hide it really well, but it's kind of like, um, all right, dude, you know, you, you're you going up to the 38. There's not a lot of options up here. You're going to have to bring it back down, you know? Yeah, so yeah. the suits weren't fitting. And um, so I, I end up, uh, you know, rededicating my life completely man i did a full turnaround that's awesome um we you know for our marriage when we got married we said we we're going to strengthen our faith within christ so we focus a lot on our our faith and and our beliefs and our religion and we don't push it on anyone we do our own thing you know and it works for our family and isaiah is coming around and he loves going man it's really yes that's and, great and he sent me a message yesterday and was like hey dad i love you so much and i know God loves us, but I love you. Aww. And I said, I love you too, buddy. He said, I can't be God's love though. I said, that's okay. That's all right. God loves all of us. So hey, man, that, it, that's it, some understanding it, though. Right. That, that's he's, a good he's learning. Some, yeah. He's learning. So, um, so we rededicated everything, man. And that's good. And I said, you know, I'm gonna start working out. But as a father, you know, a busy father, you don't really get a lot of time to yourself. Yep. You know, how Gotta often are you free? <laughs> I thought I'd be more free now that I quit my job. Right. I'm more busy now than I was with a full-time job. Wow. Yeah. See, and it's trying to find time for yourself in the midst of all of that, but yet still be a father and a husband and be present and, yep. you know, want your business to succeed. And for me, I was like, you know, I only can do that. I'm an early bird. You know, I'm not a late person. You will never catch me out at midnight. I mean, that's just right. not me, but you will see me up at 4 a.m. I'm a morning person. Oh, man. Yeah. We joke about it all the time now because we used to be night owls. Yeah. And now if I'm in bed at 9 p.m., I'm happy as all hell. Like oh. if I have to be up <laughs> after that, I'm like, hey, hang on a second. Do you have, like, exactly. If it's for a good reason, I'll do it, right? If we're, right. If we're celebrating something, we're going out with some friends, whatever, yeah. hey, no problem. I'm still getting up at 530. Absolutely. Or 6 o'clock or Absolutely. so, you know, whatever. I'm, I might sleep in a little bit if it's, if it's a long night, but uh, I, I really try to commit to that. No matter what happens the night before, I'm getting up early in the morning as much as I can, uh, and and that's that's helped I think. Yeah, just at least just to set like my internal clock. Yeah, you know? I mean, and it's better to get up earlier than it is to stay up later. You know, so I agree. Me, it's my time. It's four a.m. Man, that's my time. Nice. Four to six. I get two wonderful Ooh, hours. You're on that Jocko Willing I am, man. schedule. And, and you know what's crazy? I try to sleep in. Uh huh. And like my internal clock's like, <laughs> yeah, right, man, get up. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, I got to get you, you wake up before your alarm now, right? Yeah. Before it goes up. Yep. Even so much so, the dog even knows. Like, she wakes, like, she sleeps on her little doggy bed next to the, the bed. And I get up at four. She's like, all right, that's my time. She gets up in the bed and she takes my spot. Nice and warm and cozy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? So, but yeah, I get up at four, man, Monday through Friday. Nice, and, nice. Uh, what about the weekends? No, weekends I take off because, mm-hmm. you know, that's our time. There's no schedule. Well, there is a schedule, but... <laughs> right. 
not as intense as it is during the week. So, but does your body just naturally still get up? It does early, right? It does. You'll find me trying to do stuff around the house till my wife wakes up and she's pregnant right now. So as you know, that's, that's a, that's a journey within itself. And the things women put their bodies. Oh my dude. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. God made women strong, man. Oh, oh man. they are built. I'm telling you, after seeing Christine go through what she went through, yeah, with with her first pregnancy, yeah, you know, um, I, I swear I married an assassin. Like she's like, you know, she's like a KGB agent or something, yeah, you know, because yeah. like they were showing, you know, they hook her up the mach- the machine. They showed like the contractions and everything, yeah. and the uh, the midwife was there, and she's like, "Oh, you're having a contraction right now." And she so was unbothered. It's, it's a pretty big one too. And she's like, really? She she was totally unbothered. And I'm unbothered. looking at her like, nothing? You feel nothing? She's like, no, I'm fine. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, okay. And then I'm staring at this thing and I'm looking at these, these needles just jumping like crazy. I'm like, you don't feel that either? Right. She's like, nothing. I was like, all right, I got to be careful what I say around the house. Right. Be- whoop my ass. <laughs> <laughs> so you can't say too much can't say too little and listen i i understand it man i mean um for us we lost two you know um yeah, yeah. which is you know very difficult because my wife has never had kids so one of the things we always wanted was um a child of our own and so we've been working at it for the last three years and uh for her to miscarry for the first two was very hard but um, we have some great friends who have lifted us up through the process, but the things women go through in the hospital and, you know, having to go through that, you know, twice. And so we are holding on now and we're in a good stage now. So, I'm so I'm we're so in viability. Yeah. We're in viability. Far. So yes, yeah, yes. we are blessed. Thank the Lord. And man. Um, you guys yeah. deserve it, man. I mean, it's, it's, it's crazy how life can just throw the biggest curveballs at you. Right. And you don't have any other option but to just keep going. You correct. You can't give up. What are you gonna do? Yeah. I mean. <laughs> yeah, you can't give you up. Have two other kids. Right. You know, your right. wife needs you more than anything. Right. What? Do you <laughs> and you're you're trying to figure out. Sometimes it's it's tough because as husbands we get in this navigation where we have to make sure everything is under control. Mm-hmm. So when things are not in control. Not controlling, but mm-hmm. in control, because those are two different things. Oh, yeah. Um, but in control, we struggle a little bit. So for, for me, it was, how do I still be present and there for my children while still being there for my wife, who is going through postpartum still and depression and, and has, isn't able to carry right now, you know? So it was very, it was an emotional toll. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I. I, I Praise God and thank God that um, I do have a great support system of friends and family. I mean, it's amazing. My family come through and show up even when you tell them not to. <laughs> Same with our friends. Y'all cooked us wonderful food. By the way, you're the best cook in, in town. So <laughs> thank you for that. You know, we look forward to it. I'm at least number three. My mom and dad are yeah. way better than me. <laughs> I haven't had theirs yet. So oh, okay. you're the best that we got so far. So we always enjoy that. But um, yeah, navigating life. And, you know, being in this world of finance that I'm in and, yeah. you know, and, and fatherhood and sports and travel baseball. <sighs> yeah, and, geez. Right, man. Just when we think, and we're buying a new house. Are you really? Yes. Oh, good. Congratulations. So, I just want to, let me just back yeah, up yeah, a yeah, little yeah, yeah. bit. Because um, you brought up a great point in, you know, as as fathers and husbands, yeah. you know, having to be that that rock, you know. Right. And, and, and that stoic, you know, that, that 
really that rock, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I noticed that you kind of fell into a, a very stereotypical thing yeah. that, that we all do that you mentioned we have to be, we have to still be there and be a father. We have to right. support our wives right. and everything through all that tragedy that you had to go through. And one thing that you didn't even mention is taking time for your sanity You're right. You're right. and your mental health and everything else. It's funny how I'm sure you had to f- navigate that one way or another, but it still doesn't even come to mind because I feel like we're all just kind of stuck in that, oh, I have to be that mountain. Right. You know, that I got to be that rock. Like mm-hmm. you just said, I got to be, I got to be strong. And um, not that I'm not allowed to break. It's not my time. Right. You know, mm. you know, so I may get mine in a shower for five minutes, a little, you know, sure. let me get my mind together. Mm-hmm. But when I step out, it's almost like I'm Terminator, man. I got to be able to lift the family up. So that's and what I wanted to ask you. What, what, um, go like, okay, let's yeah. going through what you went through. Yeah. Uh, what are some things that, that you did for yourself, you know, to, to process it and to, you know, you know, go through the, you know, the, the sadness and then the acceptance and the moving forward and everything. How did, how did you deal with that? Um, I relied on my, and I keep going back to it, man. My religion is crazy. Um, if that's what works. Yeah, for you, it works for me. Um, cause I wasn't on this binge of health just yet, you know? Mm-hmm. So during this time, I'm sure it was probably ridiculous. Probably could have had a stroke. The levels I probably was carrying, but it was me praying, man. Prayer is my biggest thing. Um, we pray every night before bed. I pray in the car. I pray on my way to work. I pray when I got five minutes. Faith is what I lean on. Christ is what I lean on. And um, I, I I don't know how I would have made it through some of these things without them. Because sometimes you go, wow, you know, I ask God for strength. Give me strength. And then he gave me some huge challenges to overcome. Mm-hmm. But what did that build? It builds strength. strength. You're right. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I had to, to lean on those. And now you got to be careful what you ask God for because he'll <laughs> he'll give it to you in ways you don't expect. Right. But you come out on top stronger. So for me, it was literally um, rededicating ourselves to, to the church and oh, um, leaning heavy on my spiritual advisors and my pastors. Mm. Without them, I don't I don't I don't know. And then having good friends to be able to just talk it out when I'm you know, we get that moment where we're a little aggravated. It, you don't want it to go any further. You just want to get it out. Sure. So we all been there when you have to say, okay, listen, man, I'm struggling. I don't know what, what else am I supposed to do? You know, but just having someone who won't judge you, but kind of, Hey, I know you guys are going through a lot right now. It's all right to feel that way. You, you, you have every right to feel how you feel. So yeah. Having good friends and, um, and, and a good faith foundation gets me through everything so that's awesome it helped me uh get to where we're at today to be able to celebrate and say seven months is tomorrow so oh man that's great i'm excited man and that's something that that you and serena obviously share very closely right i mean you're both oh yes if i would say anything my wife is my spiritual warrior i mean she goes to battle with me i mean um we hit these roadblocks sometimes um with life and uh I have to say, how, how, okay, I'm gonna need, I'm gonna need you to, to, to lay hands on me really quick. Pray with me, you know. Even if we get a little mad at each other, and the crazy thing is, my wife and I don't like. <sighs> we're not like aggressive arguers. Mm-hmm. Like we're like, okay, I'm bothered. I'm going to articulate this in a way, 
And the funny thing is, is I can say it 18 ways. She'll be like, I still don't understand. I mean, I'm only coming <laughs> from my point. But then I have to say, okay, is it worth the marriage? Is it worth the relationship? Nine out of 10, a 10 out of 10. It's not. Yeah. I was going to say it's 10, 10 out of 10. Yeah, every 10 time. out of 10 every time. every time. And and we have to go, okay, once we both get through, well, you ready to pray? Yeah, I am. All right, God, we're asking for strength. We're asking for courage. God, we ask that you lay hand and strengthen this marriage. You built us on a steady foundation. I mean, we speak it out in our house. You know, we are covered by the blood of Jesus like we know. And so when we get to going, it, it could be a little longer for folks who ain't used to it, but it works for us. And um, that's that's what we do when, when one of us is struggling, watching her go through it. And that's why I say a woman is a, a tough. We're tough as men, I think, like, we're not emotional and we probably should be more emotional, but like for women, women are emotion, emotional. They're strong. They are warriors. They put on their armor. Like my wife probably is the best thing to ever happen to me in my life to be where I am today and me to look back. And then she has like these, these, um, requirements right and so when I met her I remember our first date and we were sitting there and she was like so what is your plans do you want to ever have kids again you already have kids I'm like whoa we ain't even got to the appetizer yet you know good but she set that level of expectation because she's like this is this this is where I see my life and if this isn't it hey hit the road jack you know yeah so i couldn't get any younger right so you might as well yeah but uh, aim for what you're what you're actually trying to trying Achieve. to accomplish yeah so for me it was like man um i've never had a woman challenge me this way you know i kind of like it you know I, I, okay these are this is my goals and this is what i want to accomplish and this is okay it aligns with us yeah you know that's a beautiful thing i i i, I share the same experience in that sense with yeah. christine yeah uh, you know i was also married before right and my previous wives weren't weren't they didn't really challenge me or push me the way that right. christine does and i don't mean in an overbearing way no I know sometimes, like supportive yes like yes. i know i know a lot of times it comes off as like oh you mean she's bossy or she's just like and honestly she's probably less bossy than my past relationships right but she holds me to a higher standard right you know what I mean? Right. In that sense. And I do the same for her. Right. And it works. S- same as for you. If it wasn't for Christine, I wouldn't be where I am now. Right. Not a chance in hell. But isn't it crazy how you look back and you say, you know, as I was married prior to and definitely got married for the wrong reasons to right. the wrong person doesn't mean she's a bad person just right. to the wrong person that wasn't for me. And so what I would tell people, I'm like, always, you know, when you're talking marriage as men, it's not a smart idea to get married young because we think we know what we want. No we idea. have no clue. No idea. No clue. So oh, um, for, for to, to, and I don't do marriage comparisons. I won't ever do that. But I would right. say that in my previous um, marriage, it was, um, it was a battle. We all, we both had our own little roads and our own destinations and our own, we even had our own group of friends. You, oh, that's yeah, you guys have been friends with me a long time. So you, even when I was, she wasn't there and you guys even noticed that. Right. So yeah, it was a lot. So what you saw didn't compare to what I was going on in my household, man. It was disruption. Mm. Oh, it was disruption, man. Mm. Bad. Right. So much so I had to take a moment and say, okay, this is affecting my kids. Mm-hmm. Oh, this isn't healthy. And I feel like one of the most important parts of what makes a good marriage or a good home really yeah. is that your home is where you need to find your peace. Peace. If you can't have peace at home, 
It's the most important part, yeah, I think. Is. You know, the world is chaotic enough. Right. Home is where you can unwind. Yeah. And if you come home and you have nothing but chaos, and whether it's a nagging wife or just problems, problems. or anything, right. just... Uh, or someone that doesn't see your vision. I mean, mm-hmm. you got to see their vision. They see your vision. You guys got to meet in the middle, right? Because even for you to start this business, you know, you had to talk to your wife first. You can't just make a decision and we say that, yes, men are the head of our households, but our wives, our wives, we may be the head. They're the neck. Right. right. So in order for us to turn, we're going to need them. So before you make this jump, you had to have a really depth conversation. And that brings me for you. I know. Um, I commend you and Christine. You guys are you guys are marriage goals, man. <laughs> I mean, you. and I say that in a way of the way you guys love each other. You guys put each other first, man. A lot of marriages don't do that. You know, I learned that with my man and wife. I got married. I was, <laughs> listen, I got kids. I love my kids. Yeah. But my wife is like, got to be my best friend and I got to make sure we communicate effectively. Yeah. But the way you guys do and have y'all have grown as a unit and as a family is truly phenomenal. Thank you. You don't see it every day. You guys, when they say the American dream is buying a home, no, American dream is having a healthy and successful marriage. I agree. Yeah. And having family. That, and family. You know, if you don't have family, you don't have anything. So you, yeah. that's tough. So I look back and I go, you know, looking at you guys, even Serena was like, um, I love being around them. I'm like, I know. It's like it just rubs off on you. You know, yep. it's just that natural. I'm going to support you. I got you. Yep. And so I said, you know, we're going, these are things we took into our marriage. And, you know, my wife is, like I said, my best friend, man. And I lean on her heavy. Listen, faith, um, when I'm feeling down, uh, when I am struggling to figure out a, a path or a direction, she helps clarify it so I can make it. Um, when it comes to finance, she is a finance beast. I thought I was like OCD. You ain't met Serena Bailey. I mean, she is. <laughs> she is. Before she makes a decision, she goes through it with a fine tooth comb. I just look at it for an overview, you know. Mm-hmm. But even for us to do our finances, to be in these positions that we are in, and we both work in finance. So mm-hmm. to be in these positions that we are in, it works if you got somebody that can match the same level of energy that you were producing or expect. And you don't ever want to drop your standard. To accommodate somebody else's comfortability, right? You want to be able to be yourself and still hold it to the same tool. Absolutely. And so she does that wonderfully, man. That's great. um, You know, a great stepmom. I mean, her and Isaiah are like best friends. And like Christine and yours, I mean. Yeah. I mean. It's such a beautiful thing. It's man. a beautiful. Yeah. It's it's really impressive. You know, and, and look, it was not, you know pretty getting there you know it it, it was it was a lot of headaches you know there's a lot of doubts you know on both sides and everything but you know at the end of the day kind of like you were saying before you know all all the doubts and all the problems and the arguments and everything else at the end of the day boiled down to okay is whatever this little problem is or even a big problem is it worth dismantling this entire relationship over or causing disruption in your household no, it's not. It's never. No. Look, if you find the right person, there is no problem too big. Right. That's going to that's going to be worth dismantling your entire marriage or relationship or whatever. And I and coming from someone who's been married three times now. Right. You know what I mean? It, right. It just wasn't the right person, person. the first two times. Yeah. And you didn't know who you wore. Oh, you, we I thought, still don't know. Yeah. <laughs> didn't know i don't know i'm trying to figure it out i just quit my job i don't have a i don't have a 
<laughs> I have income right now. You know, like I don't even know. You may I'm not learning. know, but you're molding into who you're supposed to be. The right. mode is taking place. It's hardening, man. And that's I think that's one of the big things that really triggered it. If I if I try to narrow it down a little bit is just trying to be less of a hypocrite in the sense of if you ask anybody to their face and you say, yeah. what are your, what are your top three priorities? Right. Most people will say like, oh, well, my family comes first, you right. know, or my kids, then my wife or my wife, then my kids or whatever, right. whatever those things. And, and then they'll, they'll, you know, they might not even mention their career or their job until like number five or six right. or whatever. Right. And, and they'll definitely never mention, you know, YouTube or my phone or Facebook or right. whatever. Never mention that. Right. But then when you flip it around and you look at their actions yeah. and the actual time that they invest in, everything yeah you'll find that the majority of their time is actually invested or you know what i won't even put hypothetically i looked at myself okay i said okay people say i'm a good dad people say i'm a good husband they say that i'm good at my job they say i'm good at this whatever blah, blah, blah. and i think i would like to think that my priorities are my family first and then you know all, all that way but then i started looking at what, what are my actual time allotments right mm. it didn't mm. look good didn't look good at all it's a lot of time on my phone a lot of time watching YouTube videos or on Twitter or wow. whatever the hell. Wow. Like you know? hours? You think in hours? Hours. Oh, wow. Hours. And we don't even think about that. You may be 110. I mean, you are 110% correct. A lot of us. This is social media age. And it could. it's causing disruption mm -hmm. in homes. And I, find myself, I, I found myself having this, this kind of like a crisis of self, you know. Yeah. I... I, I, I I emote to everyone else that I'm this person. Right. But I'm really not. I was putting on a face like many others do, and I, I seemed like a really good person, but I really, I didn't feel it. And I thought, you know, I can probably change that by, I don't know, maybe actually being that person that I want people to think I am, mm -hmm. or that I want myself to, to say, you know, like I'm, like I'm lying to myself. Right. You know, well, I, I, I second that a little bit because I think that's you figuring out who you are inside and you didn't like that part of you doesn't necessarily mean we got that part of you. You see right. what I'm saying? Sure. OK, take, for instance, Hurricane Michael. Right. Remember, it came through and blew through our, our community like badly. Right. Yeah. Some of us didn't have homes to go back to. Thank you. Five years ago now? Yeah, um, right? 18? 18? Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Okay. It felt like yesterday. Yeah. And thank God for you again. <laughs> you and Christine again. I got a place to stay. Uh, it was amazing because you guys lived on the beach and yeah. we were expecting the beach to get hit, not mm -hmm. town. So we weren't prepared for it. So I take that and I had to leave. I left. Remember, I went to Jacksonville. I was out of town. I'm like, oh man, this storm's too big. And you came and checked on my house. So you may be battling with the small parts of you as you figure out who you want to be and who you are molding into, but who we get is genuine, it's heartfelt, it's honest, it's real. And I think at this point in life, um, we're all battling that. You're, you know, it's the over 30, right? And guys, you don't know who you are until you are uh, close to that 30. Mark. I'm going <laughs> to tell you this now. I mean, I thought at 21, I knew everything. I thought at 16, I really knew everything. You know the 40-year-olds watching this thing yeah. like, not until you're 40. Yeah, <laughs> like, I know. Oh, we man. say 30, and then it's yeah. going to say you will really know who you are at 40. And then about 50, you're going to have a little bit of a midlife crisis, <laughs> and then you'll get it together at 60. But, um, but honestly, 
for, for me, in my opinion, and the group of people I hang out and surround myself with, right? So I'm very big on surrounding myself with fathers, mm. active fathers. I'm very big on surrounding myself with husbands. So I don't have a lot of single friends. Right. And that was another notion. Even in my previous marriage, I hung out with married people. Mm-hmm. But my ex-wife was never there. <laughs> it's weird. But I kept myself surrounded because I knew who I was and who I wanted to be and where I wanted to see myself grow. And I'll, I love being a husband, you know. And I love someone who loves me. So, Serena, I love you. So, <laughs> But I say that to say, like, I'm figuring out more and more each day. I'm 35, you know. I look at life and I say, what is the ultimate goal for us? Like, what is it that we want to accomplish? What is it that I want to accomplish? And my main thing that kept coming back was my health, Mm. right? It wasn't material things. It wasn't things that you can go out and buy. It wasn't um, items that I can build. It was something I had to work on within myself. So yours is the distraction of social media, right? And sometimes little battle wars, right? Back and forth, mm-hmm. you know? We all mm-hmm. got those Twitter fingers. <laughs> I got three accounts banned on Twitter actively right now. There you go. See? <laughs> yeah. But you're in your fact, you're a fact checker, right? So we all have those things. And mine was like, Larry, your health, man. You've always been, I was a wrestler in high school. I was very active in college. I've been active in my career, very active. When I start coming home and I'm like, okay, I'm tired. And it's only six. Something's wrong. Yeah. Right. I'm like, I don't have any en- energy and I worked all day, but I ain't really go to work until like nine o'clock. Disclaimer, eight o'clock, but nine o'clock, <laughs> you know. And um, I felt down like, how am I so tired when I love what I do? Mm-hmm. Right. It's always been second nature. You know, I, I enjoy it. I love my family. Why am I tired? And I start figuring out I'm putting on this weight and I'm eating unhealthy alcohol mm. okay i'm not gonna tell anyone what they should or shouldn't do please don't take that that way true but i'm not an advocate for soda i'm not an advocate mm-hmm. for alcohol and then it doesn't do anything but just impairs your judgment right you can't make wise decisions under this the notion of alcohol and so for me i was like let me try cutting that out you know because i was having one glass of jack a day mm-hmm. so that adds up it adds up man you think putting it with a Diet Coke was going to make it better? It really does. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> the lies we tell ourselves. Yeah, like, like, oh, oh, it's not so bad. It's, only, it's on the rocks with diet, you know? But, yeah, it was like, get yourself together, Larry. You're 35. 40's around the corner. Then we hit COVID, and everybody started dying around 35 to 40 years old, you know? And I'm like, oh, my. My <laughs> Lord. But I had to figure out, if I'm going to be the best version of me, I got to love the person in the skin I'm in. So being comfortable in uncomfortable situations, um, my health, my race, you know, I am um, very, very, I grew up in a predominantly Caucasian environment. Mm -hmm. Um, My kids are biracial. um, And yet I still used to feel uncomfortable in large situations. Right. Mm. So like sitting in the conference room when everyone's three times my age and they all are a different color skin of mine, I felt very intimidated. Right. Like, oh, my God, how did I get to sit at the table? And then I had to start loving myself and know that I am worth every every bit of me. Right. Damn right. So when I can sit there and I'm confident, like it doesn't matter. You know, it doesn't matter what I look like or it doesn't matter what I think someone thinks I look like. It's what I 
look like and how I feel. And I know my level of education I can present, my years of experience. Um, what all of, you know, I'm a great father. You know, I raised two beautiful kids and a third one on the way. I'm a dang good husband. So I started saying, you know what? I love myself. I'm going to write some daily affirmations on the mirror. Oh. Right? Nice. You ever did that? I didn't. I've never done it for myself. I've written them on Christine's mirror for her. Oh, okay. When she was she was going through some yeah, things. Or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, hey, we got to remind you that you are a badass, first of all. Right. <laughs> you know, right. You're, you're kicking ass in every different way. So, I, yeah, I, you, I wrote some you stuff You did it. For her, yeah. Nice. And, yeah. and yet you say you didn't like who you were portraying, but <laughs> you are a great dad, man. That was one of the things that, that, that drawn me to you. Well, I mean, you know, it's kind of like, you know, the, the you know the, uh, the the Christian idea of you know yeah. we, we we strive to be as godly as possible, right. but we know we fail every day. Right. right? In the same, I, and I feel I I can even though I'm not a religious man. Right. Like, right. Right. There's so much truth to that. Like I can I can try. I'm not I'm not aiming at perfection by any means. But none of us are perfect though. <laughs> yeah. Not, not if anyone comes world, to you yeah. and tell you they're perfect, I suggest <laughs> run. you run. Run the other way. <laughs> yeah. But you know, I just you know, I, I just I really want to strive to be the best the best version of me that I can be. You know, as many people will give that advice. Yeah. And and when I decided that that's what I want to do, that's when I started looking at all of the all of the faults that I dislike about myself and I say, Okay, mm. well, I got to do away with those things as right. much as I can. I still fail every day. I still, you know, I, you, I still find myself on. It's a work in progress. Whatever, so. you know, yeah. But you're not going to be perfect. Better than yesterday is the best I can do. There you go. I like that. I like that. And you were one of the motivators too, man, because you know, you got a little heavy too. Um, <laughs> sorry to oust you on your own podcast, man. But yeah, you, and remember I kept seeing you. I'm like, every time I see you, man, you're getting more and more fit and in shape. You're looking Thank good. You. And uh, I said, okay, I can do this. But, I mean, absolutely. And going back to you just saying you want to be the best version of yourself and what you can rich yourself of. And I think that's ultimately what we all want. I hope so. Yeah. And if not, they're not the people that should be in your circle. I mean, point blank and period. You never want to get with someone who's always, you say you're going to start a business. Yeah, okay, good luck with that. (laughs) You know what I mean? You can't hear the the negativity that's in there. But you also are a risk taker and you it's paid off every single time. I mean, so far, pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah no complaints yet, you know, yeah. and knock on wood and that we are going to continue and, you know, and bless you and, and cover you and and make sure you continue to grow, man. Thanks, man. And I, um, I think, again, this thing and this notion of you finding more who you are, the older you get, you're, you know you'll learn more and more about yourself and there's going to be things you want to change and things you want to do differently. And you got to follow that with a passion. So, yeah, you know, same here. You know, there's I'm 35 the day before I blink, I'll be 45, you know? Yeah. But, um, I look at it and one of the things too is, Hey, we need a bigger home. But you know, me and my wife was like, I'm not selling my property. I'm not selling my property, <laughs> you know? So we're like, yep. let's put them up as rental properties. Rental yeah. man. That is the market. It is booming right, right now. right now, yeah. Yes, yes, booming. So you get more money from the rental than you do for selling it. You may get a big chunk at one time. Sure. But um, so we ended up purchasing an, a five-bedroom, three-bath, beautiful home. Um, nice. Yeah, we're excited, man. In the midst of having a baby, I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> hey, we, um, I think, was, was Christine pregnant when we bought this yeah. house? 
Yeah, I think, right? She, was she already pregnant with Luca? I can't remember, but, but oh. you know, it was you did the same either, thing. either right before or right after. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm so bad But we with sat dates. idle for so long. Isn't yeah. that crazy? Yeah. And we wait till things get hectic and then we start moving, right? Sometimes yeah. you need that good. Everything happens at once. <laughs> Yep. That little good kick to get you going. You need a bigger car, need, need a bigger a big, house. Right? <laughs> yeah. right. So then you're like, okay, I got, I'm going to expand my family. I want to grow with my family. I want to develop with my family. You know, we love to travel. We love to do things. We love to see the, you, you've seen the world. I've seen the U.S. Um, hey. I'm a big advocate. I love America. Um, Everyone so, should. Yes. I feel like that's one thing that so many Americans take for granted is that we live in this massive country that you right. can freely move about wherever you want to go. And it's different in every state you go. It is. It is. Right? If you were in Europe, you know, going, going from Florida to Texas right. would be like going from, I mean, I don't know, you know, exact mileage, but it would be like going from Italy to, you know, Spain. Right. It's totally different. It's completely different. So why not travel the country? We yeah. have a big, beautiful country that you can we see. We have an know? amazing country, yeah. man. And it's it, awesome. And it takes all of us to run it, for yeah. God's sakes. Um, we take it for granted, though, We man. do. The luxury of turning on water, man. You know, yeah. we can just pay a water bill and water turns on. If it don't turn on, we're on the phone with customer service. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what's going yeah. on? Yep. And you got other countries that are starving that has to get water from a river, you know? So America is one of the greatest places on earth, but we love to travel it. I mean, from New York to Boston to Chicago to Nashville to Atlanta, you see it. We're going to go Denver. We want to go everywhere. Yeah. So for me, it's like, what do I want out of life? I want my family. Mm-hmm. I want my family. I love my family. Yeah. They are my, my, my everything for me. And it used to be like, I used to be like really career driven. I'm mm-hmm. still career driven. Let me not take that back. But it's not as dire hard anymore. Yeah. It's just, it's just one notch down on your yeah, priorities. It's one notch down on my part. Right. Man, five o'clock come. I'm like, I'm out. You know, I used to go home and work until like eight or nine. That was horrible. I do yeah. not recommend. Um, definitely after you work nine, ten hours, you don't want to go home and do it. But Mm-mm. yeah, I'm like, okay, what is it that I want out of life? And it's like, I want to see my wife deliver our baby. You know, I want to grow our family, you know, I want to make sure we have everything we need and just live life because tomorrow's not promised, you know. So in the midst of us um, losing um, our daughter, our first daughter, her name was Faith, um, we also lost her grandma. Right. So we lost um, we lost my faith in, in December. And then right at the end of December, we lost her grandmother. And then January, we ended up losing my grandmother. Right. In the midst of all of this going on, we had to fly to Ohio, bury my grandmother. Right? Mm. We had to do all that. And then we had to come back. And then we found out she was pregnant in February. We're like, yes, Ugh. God's given us a second chance. Then we lose again in May. Ugh. And you're like, man, how much can we handle? Like, how much can we handle? How much can I handle? Right. Right. But I see the light is in, in the goal is that we're tomorrow's not promised. So you have to live for today. Right. Exactly. And you got to live it to the fullest Mm -hmm. and you got to do things that make you happy. Mm -hmm. And then ultimately if it makes you happy and you have a great partner in the process, sky's the limit. I agree. Sky's the limit, bro. I agree. I, I, I've been trying to, um, you know, on that same topic of the, of the priorities, I've been trying to think about how we as a, nation as a world really everywhere in the developed world let's say 
we just take everything for granted so much, right. you know, what we, what do we need in life? You need food, water, shelter, you know, right. and, and a family in a family. It is a part of it, right? right. We are, we are not solo creatures, Mm-mm. you know, we're not lone wolves. Right. We have a, we have a biological need for human interaction. Yes. It's just the way it is. Right. right. You cannot remove that. Even the most, you know, secluded type people christine is a lo- is a loner she self-describes she's a she likes her time alone and everything like that, that has its limits yeah. there's a reason why one of the cruelest punishments we have even in america's prison system is solitary confinement which is horrible right it's torture it's torture, it's torture. you start talking to yourself mm-hmm. thinking you're hearing yourself we saw that happen with covid right just people right. being not being having to be six feet away from everybody you know, and all of a sudden, when when people started getting more comfortable with like just giving hugs again, or just like it felt great, people man. up and everything, you're like, oh my god, oh yeah, bring contact. it in, oh my god. bring like, it, oh wow, bring it in. energy. It, it's right. it's almost like maybe that's what part of what it is is that that energy transfer. Like as soon as as soon as we shake hands mm-hmm. or give ourselves a hug, it's like, oh, we're kind of syncing up our energy a that little vibe. bit. Vibe, yeah, yes, yeah, yes, yeah. and it feels good. It does. So. Food, water, shelter, human contact, right? right? Human interaction. Okay. So to me, everything that comes after that, they're, it better provide me some really, really important benefit. Right, right. You know, the, which it might sound, sound ironic because I, I, do, I do drive a, a pretty nice car. Well, now I have a nice car and a beater. <laughs> I got the, the rust bucket Tacoma. Oh, no, man. It's great for your family. Oh, I love it. Yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. Don't be wrong. I love it. Right. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad that, that I, I went with that. But what I was going to say, you know, like the, the type of car you drive, a lot of people focus a lot of the type of car they drive. Which they is a terrible. Lot of money. It's terrible. Yeah. That is, listen, I see it every day, man. People spending oh, hundreds <laughs> and thousands of dollars on a car that's going to lose value the minute you drive it off the lot. They're paying mortgage payments yes. on a car. This one guy came in, actually, side note, we had this guy who purchased this nice, um, what was it, a 2023 uh, trail, trail something or mountain trailblazer. It, it was stated. I mean, it was nice. Mm-hmm. But it was a GMC, mm-hmm. right? Or yeah. Chevy, one of those. Anyway, they all under the same umbrella. Yeah, yeah. Um, and his car payment was $1,600. $1,600. But here's the caveat. He was renting. Renting. Okay. An apartment. Okay. Paying $2,200. And had no clue. And look, it, it, it's hard to pass judgment just on the numbers alone. Yeah, yeah, who yeah. knows? Maybe, maybe that's You know, I get well a whole profile well, of I know you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't disclose that you, person. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. But, you know, hey, maybe, maybe that works for, you know, someone's particular finances. But I would be curious to see how the rest of that person's life is in order. You know, like how it? much money are you spending on your health? Right. Right. That That's one thing that, that I looked at. It's like, okay, I can spend a lot of money on a car or a bigger house with a bigger yard. Like I, I don't have a yard here. You know, that's one, the one downfall. Love my house. Don't get me wrong. I love your house, by the way. <laughs> yeah. You have love the neighborhood and everything. Yes. But what I what I dislike is not having any space to ourselves, right? Like mm. land. I, I love the idea of having acres to be able to spread out a little bit. And okay, like, a little country in you. You can have this house Man. on a 
bunch of land. If I could, if I could pick, pick it up, this house up and put it on like fifty acres. Oh, you would be the happiest man in the world. I wouldn't leave. <laughs> but you know, I started looking at uh, what am I spending my money on, and I realized you know we're we're, sa- we're trying to save all our money on you know. Everyone's grocery budget's always through the roof, right? right Dining out right. budget's always through the roof. Okay, well, right. we got to save money. They're like, okay, but that, let's not just save money. Let's save money by eating in more. Right. And it's, for ourselves. But in, or I'm not going to say spend, investing money in better food, mm, better water. Yes, yes. Right? All that type of stuff. So we, you know, we we ended up investing in uh, a whole whole home water purification system with the you know reverse osmosis under the sink with oh, nice remineralizing filter so this water you're drinking here has actually been it's been reverse osmosis and then added minerals back in so it's like spring mineral water kind, uh-huh. of, kind of not exactly um but there's like a uv light treatment on the water and then also for the air we got uv light wow and ozone for the air especially because massimo my oldest son yeah. uh was having terrible problems with allergies mm. and i'm thinking okay we're trying to save money here save money there invest money here well health should be the number, number one, one thing right right so we spend a big chunk of change on getting all that set up so that at least here in our sanctuary of a home right we are as healthy as can be oh wow i, bu- I, love I built that. a cold plunge out of a freezer in the back. Oh, wow. So I love I do, that. Christina and I have been doing cold plunges. Oh, man. Yeah, man. How's that going? Cold. <laughs> <laughs> it burns the skin a little bit. But you feel great when it's done, do oh you not? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's incredible. It's oh, euphoric. Man. I'm, I'm going to I'm gonna have to check it out one day. Dude, absolutely. Anytime you want. Yeah. Anytime you want. I, I, I'm, I try to convince everybody to try it. Yeah. I tell them, you know, it's going to suck. You're going to hate it when you calm down your breathing and you relax and when you get out. It's like having five shots of espresso oh, wow. and just being like a little bit high, a little bit you're euphoric. alert. You're motivated. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. It's great. Oh, the, man. The, 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 the endorphin pump is... Anyway, I've, I've, I've talked about it enough. Yeah. Um, but He really but yeah. loves that, guys. He, he, he really loves it, so I'm going to have to check it out. It's crazy how well it works. Yeah. And it's so cheap. Like, And look, that's... A, it, honestly, what I did is very cheap. It's, it's a... You can... I bought a new freezer. You don't have to buy a new freezer. You can get a yeah. used freezer, chest freezer, and then with like $50 worth of stuff on Amazon, yeah. you can make yourself a, a temperature-controlled cold plunge. It's oh, wow. super easy to do. But even without, here it doesn't work so well because the cold water is not cold. But if you live anywhere where it's somewhat cold, yeah, take a cold shower. Right. And you'll have a very similar effect if it's cold enough. Oh, wow. And it's insane how much benefit you can get out of it like oh. I, I, I so christine's not a hot shower girl you know my wife she is. loves a hot shower oh I, yeah i burn when i get in oh yeah <laughs> oh she will yeah if i if i get in with her it's like scolding yes hot. Yeah. why is that ladies sorry we don't have the ladies here but i'll make sure you ask that on your next one if you <laughs> yeah, do christine yeah, yeah. i mean yeah, why is sure. it that y'all turn it on i don't know but she's been doing the cold plunges too she just she loves it actually yeah she's she she Finds herself a, a song that's as long as she wants to be in there. Okay, she smart. Get in there, press play and just breathe it out until the song is done and get out. And she got out and <laughs> she came in. She dried herself off. She started doing the dishes. And oh, started, she like, had cleaning tons up of and energy. Everything. Oh my yeah. god, yeah, yeah. It was great. It was oh great. wow. And I feel the same way. And, and I've been I've been dabbling with um, before and after cardio and stuff like that. Okay. Um, for different benefits but anyway but just more careful what you guys put in your body yes it's so important yeah to tie it back in invest looking at 
re- we wanted to reframe the way we looked at spending slash investing and how we need to invest time and invest money into ourselves and mm. our health. You know, so we buy, we try buying as much as we can, you know, organic. Yeah. As, as close to, you know, just raw ingredients as possible. You know, we can't literally make everything from raw ingredients. Right, right. But, you know, doing our best to use as, as limited, you know, canned goods and, and anything else, anything with preservatives, stuff yeah. like that. Um, and like you were saying before, no soda, as yeah, little no, no sugar sugars. as possible. I'll probably drink it now and probably throw up because it's like syrupy, <laughs> yeah, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, it's it's crazy you say that. Um, I got a little confession. So I was the prior to my my new wonderful life that I enjoy. Um, I was the father who was always on the go. Mm-hmm. I'm always on the go. Actually, I was on the go so much. I probably was. Yeah, I was late to every event I went to. Right. Because I always double booked my events <laughs> terribly. Yeah, yeah. I had no inkling of scheduling. Right. Mm-hmm. We op- we operate off of a calendar now. But um, so we were always on the go. So I accidentally, unknowingly, um, made my son pay the price, like bad. So I had to, my wife and I had to reel it back because what's Chick-fil-A, what's McDonald's, what's Taco Bell, what's Outback, what's, you know, what's Moe's, Applebee's, you know, those are places. Oh, we'll get something on the go. We'll get something on the go. And I never thought about it. Quick and easy. So about a year ago, maybe a year and a half ago, um, it's funny because when I got my wife, she was like, you guys eat out a lot. I was like, really? She was like, yeah. So she started cooking. That's another reason I had that whole weight gain. Ooh. But it was good. But we had to watch how we cooked. Right. So um, she uh, she said, you guys eat out a lot. I'm like, yeah. So then she would cook dinner, and I'm like, Isaiah, let's sit down and eat. He'd be like, no, I'm not hungry. And I was like, what? This is a home-cooked meal, you know? Yeah. A lot of men, we die for a home-cooked yeah. meal. Oh, yeah, yeah. This so, is a privilege right yes, here. <laughs> yes, And he was like, oh, no, Dad, I don't want I don't want it. I don't want it. And I'm like, "Why? Well, okay, maybe he just doesn't like her cooking. So I let it go. Okay, no problem. I'll just go pick you up something, right? Mm. Bad. Bad parenting move, big time. <laughs> Dad fell, dad fell. And, um, of course, I didn't have time to cook, right, mm-hmm. before because I'm, no, I, let me take that back. I had time. It wasn't a priority. Right. Okay. You didn't make the time. I didn't make the time. Right. I'm not going to say that I didn't have time. I sure. really didn't make my son's health a main priority because I was putting garbage into his body. Right. And then he became where he's now going on 10 years old and he'd rather have fast food and a home cooked meal. So we reversed that. Mm -hmm. So we're very big on no on fast food, period. So we won't go out and eat fast food. And then we're very cautious because he'll he got willpower. One thing about my son, he's super smart Mm -hmm. and his willpower is strong. So Mm -hmm. he'll say, I'm not hungry. I'm like, well, then you're not eating dinner. Fine. Fine. So in the morning he wakes up, he says, can we get Chick-fil-A? I'm like, no. I'm just going to starve at school. Well, that's between you and your teachers now. And then he comes home and now he eats what we cook, you know? Mm-hmm. So now he's like, I'm starving. Great. Taco Tuesday at the house, you know, Ooh. grilled chicken at the I house. I want that invite. <laughs> yes. You know, it's, it's literally, we're going to eat at home. And the goal is now I'm not going to say we don't eat fast food sometimes because yeah. he's in travel ball. We're on the go, but 
it's a lot less. And I have reduced that probably by like 85% now. Great. So we're only eating out maybe 15%. And it's normally when I got a hotel in Dothan, you can't really cook. You got to get something. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so tough. it's it's very tough. But I noticed your kids, they were eating full meals at like six months, man. And I'm like, hold on, you know. Whoa, what are you doing over here, Larry? You know? Yeah, I think it's it, it just comes down to... Um, it's it's the limitation on options. You know what I mean? If they, if they don't know any different, they don't. Right. Then this is what they have. To but do. I know better. You know. Sure. Yeah. Well, I went through that problem with um. So with my my stepdaughter from my last marriage, um, you know, she when when I first uh, was involved in her life, uh, you know, her mother was always very again also very busy. You know, yeah. single mom lifestyle, right? Working her ass off all the yeah. time. Blah blah blah. So yeah, it was a lot of you know, frozen microwaved food or, you know, processed meals. Yeah. Fast food or whatever. And then, you know, when we got married, you know, we, we had a discussion, we came to the agreement, you know, I said, Hey, I can be her stepdad or I can be her dad. Right. You choose. I'll be either. You let me know. Right. I want to know what's my level. Where can I, Mm -hmm. what's my cutoff? We had this long conversation and she agreed. She's like, no, I, I'd prefer if you were more just like her dad, you know? Okay. And I was, I took it on. I was like, okay, but I'm going to treat her like my daughter. She's having too many chicken nuggets and mac and cheese and, you know, microwave corn dogs and pizza. And that's it. That was like her whole diet was that stuff. I was like, we got to change this up. Right. So same thing. I would, I would cook something and, you know, she was young, man. She was like four or five at the time. And, uh, you know, I made I made something. I don't remember what the meal was. Yeah, but it was something you know, not like spicy or, or whatever. Right. It was a regular meal right. of some kind. If a kid tell you it's spicy and it's not, is they don't want it. But yeah. you yeah. you sit them at that table. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, but uh, you know, I sat her down with it. And I said, "Well, this is what's for dinner. You know, you don't have to eat if you don't want to, but that's the only option." Right. And then she didn't eat. Breakfast came around the next day. Oh, we have leftovers from last night. Oh, wonderful! I love that. I love that. She didn't want to eat it. Okay. Stubborn. Didn't, hungry. Didn't want to eat it. Okay, yeah. fine. Go ahead. Right. Lunch. Hey, guess what? We got leftovers from last night. Yeah, now you're starving. And, and you know. It progressed over. My ex-wife, had, you know, she took me to the side. Like, hey, she's got to eat. I was like, if you think that a human being is going to starve themselves there when presented go. with food, it's not happening. Right. She's not dying. She's not going to get sick. She's not. Nothing bad is going to happen. She's going to have some hunger pains. Yeah, yeah. And it's gonna it's gonna teach her, and by you know dinner that second night, ate it with gusto, just swallowed it up whole. Yeah, one in seconds, didn't she? Not a problem. (laughs) And afterwards, she's like, "Oh, that's actually very good." I'm like, "Yeah, it is good. (laughs) It's real food, you know." And sure enough, that was it. And then from there, it became you know. she didn't even have a burger until we moved to San Diego. And then I remember because uh, her first burger she ever had was actually an in and out burger. Oh, wow. You know, not, not the healthiest, but no, uh, but it's something everybody says they want to go to. I I haven't had it yet. So, Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you will (laughs) eventually. Yeah, Yeah, I'm sure. But yeah, but it was one of those things where at at the very least she was at this point willing to try different things. Okay. You know, you opened up her taste buds. Exactly. I love it. I love it. See, that's where we're in the battle with Isaiah right now yeah it's get taste buds you know You'll get there yeah if you, just if call you just, everything chicken 
I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, the trick. Yeah. I mean, it's chicken. And it don't look like chicken. It's a different type of chicken. <laughs> yeah, you know? This district is really dark. Right. It's steak. It's steak. Yeah. It's steak. <laughs> yeah. So, but no, man, I think this navigation of being a parent and trying to figure it out, there is no, any, there's, there's not a right or wrong way. Let me rephrase that. There's not a, um, uh, uh, the perfect way to be a parent. Right. It's trial and error, right? Yeah. You know, I got a, my daughter's going to be 16 this year and, and I love her to death. And one of the things with my daughter is like, um, you got to take that. Um, you're good. Give me one second. We'll pause. Okay. Pause. Like I was saying, Sorry, there where, was, yeah, where, yeah, where yeah. Sorry to, to take it back. No, that's my fault. I was just saying there's not a right or wrong way to be a parent. And I think, um, this notion that we all are going to get it perfect every single time we're not because none of us are perfect. And it comes with trial and error, but you get better each and every time. Right. So when it comes to parenting, you've got the most of our friendship group, right? Because you have four and you've been through it. And actually, you went through a lot of life experiences. We were able to lean on as we were going <laughs> through them, you know, you know, the divorces, you know, my divorce was a nightmare, you know, I say don't marry an unsafe person. I made that mistake. <laughs> um, but yeah, that divorce, mine took what, three years? Uh, yeah. That was horrible and that's not even the longest that they they can last no, you, know, you hear go. these horror stories of like five ten years yeah married like, in five seconds yeah divorce in 14 years mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> but yeah so i was gonna say like my daughter um love her dearly and i mean this navigation of being a parent is tough right now because you know me and her mom is not together anymore she's at the teenage phase mm-hmm. and then you know m- for her, she was, um, I adopted her, you know? Mm-hmm. So I, I had to form that connection young and then during the midst of divorce and divorces are ugly. And this is why I tell you guys, make sure you're careful who you marry because it affects everyone around you. And so in the midst of that, she was told that I wasn't biologically her father without my presence, right? Oh, that yeah, broke me. That. Yeah. Oh, that oh. broke me, man. That broke me. And so now it's like, we're good. But it's this notion like I'm kind of going with my mom because you're not really like my biological father. Mm. And so it's like me still being. Could you feel, I'm that, always, could you feel that tension from her? It's, it's not really tension. It's this notion. Mommy's right. Mm-hmm. You know, mom's right. Mom's right. Yeah. And I can't. And she's a girl. You know, I'm a, I'm a guy. I'm a, I'm a dad. I'm a boy. So it's. And um, her mom's doing a great job of encouraging her now. Like we're oh, at, a, we, we got a great relationship now, which That's is good. wonderful. That's good. Going through the divorce, not so much, but Mm-mm. now it's wonderful, and she encourages it. Um, but it may be more in my head than hers. You know, it could be that she is sixteen, and y'all know sixteen-year-olds yeah. are a little all over the place right now. Mm-hmm. Just found out yesterday she had a whole boyfriend, man. Oh man! Right, oh. that part fatherhood i'm still learning so my kids may be older so scared of that yeah moment. oh <laughs> most are open and honest because it's the point when you find out things through other other people right oh mm-hmm. i don't like that Mm-mm. it rubs me every time and i have to be careful you know because mm-hmm. i'm like i don't want to push her away but i want to checkmate her and let her know while you're out here playing checkers i'm playing chess <laughs> so you got to be smarter protect your king and so I say that to say that's the hard part. So I always have to have these conversations. Like, listen, don't hide it from me. I'm going to find out. I grew up in the city, for God's sake. So yeah. I'm going to find out. Someone's going to take a picture. They're going to snap a photo. They're going to call me. They've seen you. You can't really go anywhere without your dad knowing kind of what you're doing. Well, I didn't think about it. And now I have to go, okay, this is a teenager. And I, 
because she still does this daddy, like this little daddy, like she's mm-hmm. two again. And so it's the it's that navigating of that parent. And it's it's you know, she's not in my household full time. Right. So I have to to I, I want her there. I love her. I love having her, want her there and close. And then when she's in these moves where I don't hear from her, I'm like, what's going on? Yeah. What's wrong with you? Nothing. Okay, something's wrong with you because I don't hear from you. Now I'm just like, okay, you're a teenager and you're going through this adolescence where you're trying to hide everything. So I just got to make sure I try to stay five steps ahead. Sure. So, but you know, being a being a parent isn't easy, and you know this. I mean, yeah, yeah you make it you make it look easy, but <laughs> you know, remember I told you when you came to the bank with your kids, and I was like, man, oh yeah, yeah, they yeah. are they were the only kids to ever come to my office that did not destroy it. <laughs> they were so well mannered, well behaved, and without an iPad, without an iPad, <laughs> there was no iPad. They were completely okay, and I'm like, oh man, okay. Yeah, All right. I, th- I think that that that's that falls into the same category as like with the food. Okay, because we just never broke that. We never broke ground on that type of avenue for them, that outlet for them. Right. They had tablets for a little while, um, but we were always very cautious to to really limit how much time and like what they were really doing on it and stuff like right. that. Right. And and making sure that it was the smallest percentage of their time rather than the most. And I think because of that, like they, they'd love play. Like they have a switch upstairs. They, they play right. all the time, whatever. There's a time limit on there, but uh, number one, they appreciate it more and they don't, they don't have that, that like strong pull towards, towards it so it. much. You know, they, they yeah. prefer to play outside. Like when, when, when it's getting chaotic in the house and I just, I just look at them like, Hey, go outside, like take your, Take your brother and sister with you. And go outside. Go outside. And fortunately, I'm in a neighborhood that I can feel right. safe I was about, to say, about does that. that. Does that does it make you feel better in this neighborhood? Oh so this God. is another reason we're buying where we're buying because our, our, it's a community kind of like yours. So mm-hmm. there's tons of kids. Mm-hmm. I, was it difficult in your old home where you didn't have kids in the neighborhood? Yeah, it was tolerable. Yeah. Mostly because it was a through street between two major roads. Right. And people would always cut between them. And just zoomed Zoom. down. There was a couple speed bumps, but nobody gives a damn about speed right. bumps. I could never feel safe about my kid riding a bike out there. No way. Right. Over here, go. Go, have go, fun. Go. And then you got the park right out for us. Yes. So. Yeah. But look, come home when it's dark. Yeah. Oh, that's what our parents used to tell us. Do that's you find a- yourself turning into your parent? <laughs> yes. And that's just the thing is I, 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 that's another piece of advice that I really try to take to heart is uh, who was it? I forget, it was a famous actor or whatever said it in an interview uh, talking about how, you know, we try so hard to um, give our kids what we never had that we yeah. forget to give them what we did have. Mm. You know, mm. and part that of my... steady foundation. One of, the, one of my happiest, not a moment, but one of, the, one, of the, one of the best parts of my childhood was... Hopping on my bike and riding through the neighborhood, yes. going, "Hey, can Johnny come out and play?" We didn't you know, even know whatever. what a cell phone was, man. Cell phone, <laughs> what? Call the landline. Oh, it's busy because my mom's on the phone. Right, you know, whatever. Right. You know, okay, we'll just show up and knock on the door. You knew where you were by the bikes in the front yard. We right? had a house that that met that boarded up against the, uh, some woods. 
Man, when I tell you, we would just disappear. Me and two of my friends would just disappear in those woods, just walking around playing with sticks. Oh, wow. I mean, And it was the safest thing in the world, right? Dangerous, but... No, it wasn't. Oh, it wasn't safe? It wasn't. Oh, okay. okay? It was dangerous as hell, but we survived. It was fine. We matured because of it. We almost died, but we survived. Okay. (laughs) No shit. I almost died one time. It was the middle of winter, and in the back... You know, through the woods, you know, maybe at least a mile back in, deep into the woods. Mm-hmm. There was a big lake and it was frozen over. We thought frozen solid. Ah. I was the largest of the three kids that were out there. So I said, well, we want, we wanted to walk on the ice. So I was right. Like, hey, I'll go first. Because if it doesn't break with me, it won't break with you. Right. A little bit of logic, you know. Okay. I was young. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Again, you don't know what you know until you're over at 30. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, if I had known to like, take a stick and like tap, tap the ice. Tap it first? Fo- no. Nah, no jump right walking. in. <laughs> so I'm walking out on this ice, frozen over, and all of a sudden it starts to crack. Oh. And I'm like, oh, crap. I look back. I was like, it's cracking. It's cracking. So they panic, and they run backwards. And I'm like, okay. I take a couple steps back, and all of a sudden, it just breaks out. I go wow. all the way in, head in all the oh, way. Wow. And I'm up, and I'm free. I'm in just a regular, like, not a winter jacket. Not that it would have helped or anything, but I'm just in, like, regular winter clothes. And I'm soaked head to toe. Can't climb out. Every oh. time I go to reach for the ice, it breaks as I as I go to grab it. Oh, wow. And I'm calling out to my friends, and they're scared out of their minds. Right. They don't want to fall in either. Yeah, like, I want to so save like, them. Throw me something. Give me something. Right. And they're just gone. You know, they're just watching me from the, like the, the, from the bank, you know, and they're just like, sorry. You know, and eventually, I mean, I, I don't know how long I was actually in the water. It was probably a, a solid minute, you know. But, again, I was like. I don't know, 10. Wow. I was, yeah, it was probably the Mossimo's oh, age, right? Could you imagine if your parents seen this, they would have... Oh, lost oh. their mind. My, yeah. well, my dad would have jumped in because he's a maniac, you know, and, and a great father. But Right. Um, but anyway, eventually I got to a part that was thick enough for me to climb out. I climbed myself out. Myself oh. out. We all walked back together, but we were out in the woods by ourselves. And it made a... My parents weren't home. Did they know you were in the woods? And I locked myself out. Did they know you were in the woods? No. (laughs) And I locked myself out of the house. (gasps) Soaking wet? So I'm soaking wet. It's freezing outside. There's snow on the ground, you know, and I'm soaked wet. (laughs) Wow. I went to the shed. We had a shed that I could get into. And I found um, one of those, uh, like, uh, claw tools, whatever, for for gardening, right? Mm -hmm. Gardening tool with, like, Mm -hmm. the, the three hooks or whatever on there. And I just... Just went to town on the screen of our bathroom window because I oh. knew that that one was unlocked because it was off right, and right, open right. For, for the bathroom. And then I got a boost, opened the window, fell into the tub, and then unlocked the door for my friends and everything. And then I got, you know, I, I stripped down and got into, you know, warm clothes. And, wow. wow. But I survived. Oh, wow. You know, <laughs> we don't want our kids to have that memory, but we do want them to have memories that shows adventures and. Doing things that learn lessons. Well, could you, you probably, imagine? You probably never walk back on ice again. Like, oh that. no, not yeah. like, no, hell no. You were like, I mean, oh, ice no. skating, but you know, yeah. And you probably tapped it with that that skate. But imagine right now, would you would you trust Isaiah right now to go disappear in the woods no. all day in the middle of winter? No, never. Neither would I. Yeah. I wouldn't do that with my kids. Yeah. I wouldn't allow that. But then I think to myself, why? Yeah. And. The world is so crazy right now. I think, and it's not that. But I don't think it is. 
I don't think it really is. You don't I think, think so? It's, I think it's safer today than it was when we were kids. No. I think that we just see. No, I think that we just see really the danger more because of social media and, and you're the saying news. it's brought to life more because of that. We think it's more present because we see more of it. Mm, I, I, okay. I think I don't know. Uh, okay. I'd have to look at statistics to really like. Well, obviously, because we didn't get that information at our fingertips before, yeah. so we didn't know that yeah. Betty Sue husband was Do driving around in a white van. Alerts popping off on our phones every day. No, no, you're right. You know, we had the we had, remember the remember the ad on every news channel or not even news channel on like ABC yeah. and Fox, whatever. They used it's to 10 p.m. Do you, Do you know, know where your, your children are? are? Yes, yes, yes. That was wow. it. That's all we had. Because, That's it. Because we literally, our parents were so like nonchalant about where we were that we're like, hey, we, got, they we made haven't us, seen our kids at 10. <laughs> they made us go outside and play, which yeah. I love. So this this neighborhood we're moving in got tons of kids, right? Good. Oh, I'm so excited because I want that notion. I and We were talking yesterday and I said, yeah, I got to get your, um, I got to get my bike fixed because I'm going to ride around the neighborhood with you, yeah. you know? He was like, yeah, I'm just so excited to meet so many kids. Well, when we bought... The house I'm in now, my house now, we had a neighbor who had kids, so it worked out great. Yeah. But then they moved. Ugh. That's the worst. Yep. And so I got a community full of old people, you know, they walk <laughs> around with their dogs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. there's not much to do once you get home. Yeah. So then I become the kid to play mm-hmm. with him on kid mm-hmm. things. But I'm a parent, so I'm protective. Okay, let's not use that baseball with that baseball bat. But if my friends were outside, who's going to stop me, bro? You know, then I got to get my butt whooped and I know discipline of what I should and shouldn't do. Mm -hmm. So I I, I love that. And I I commend that because you are in a community where you are able to send them outside. You can see them from the front door, you know, so you got a little bit of security with that. And -hmm. and I recommend anyone buying a home to buy it inside of a neighborhood um, if you have children. If it's possible. Yeah, if it's possible. If you have children, absolutely. I'm all about yeah. it. It'd or be if a lifesaver. Yeah. Or if you want them. Mm-hmm. But if you're one of those old, you know, those people who don't want kids, you know, kudos to you. You can have Nick in my old house. Fit right into that that neighborhood, right? Yep. Yeah. So but that that's the notion. I guess social media has driven this notion where everything's um like I'm I'm a world news watcher, right? Mm-hmm. I'm bad. My dad was a, a news watcher. Mm-hmm. My grandfather was a news watcher, and my great grandfather was a news watcher. And I find myself turning into a news watcher. Mm-hmm. So every what I did notice though is For every time worse. it comes on, yeah. So every time it comes on, and the first thing it says is um, just in breaking, breaking. We have everything's this, breaking. this. Everything's breaking. You know, and you're like, okay, it really isn't. You could have just told that without it. Yeah. But I do love the part where I get to fall asleep a little bit. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, man, this is um, this, this was a great relief. I enjoyed this. Thank you, man. Yeah. This is yeah. Thanks for coming. This absolutely. is so much fun. Anytime we can sit and talk. That's that's what I think is the best part of this. Yeah. Is you know hopefully this grows into something meaningful that can you know maybe people can learn something from or just take something yeah. away from that that's my my ultimate goal is just if i can just touch people out there a little bit yeah you know and just make a little bit of a difference make just help people find their way a little bit mm. you know i find myself you know i i feel that my my real passion is learning and teaching yeah okay I love it in any way that I, that I can absorb it. I right. love to learn, right. and I love to just kind of teach what I've learned. Yeah. Um, but aside from that, 
It's the best excuse to just sit down one-on-one with a friend. And just have some good conversation. In the way that otherwise only happens so rarely. Right. Because when do we hang out? We hang out it's when we It's been a have, little bit. But, but when do we hang out one-on-one? Oh, yeah. Hardly yeah. ever. Right. If ever, honestly. Right. Like, just you and me Sitting without down. the wives or without other friends, friends or whatever. Hey, man, what's going on in Larry's life? Oh, man, I love it. I love it. You know, so if anything, if this crashes and burns and gets nowhere i'll still have at least yeah. these wonderful memories of just these great conversations with some, some friends that i care about yeah and that to me is worth every bit of this sacrifice oh man i will say this man i i, I love this because it does give me an outlet to you're right to just have some good one-on-one conversation i think the last time is Doran Michael when I was in your house. Yeah. I mean, honestly, outside Five of years a, ago. outside of a big group of people, you know, yep. that might have been the last time. And it's because we were under the same roof for a period of time. <laughs> yep. And so um, that has created, though, I will say what I, I love about our friendship group. It's like a brotherhood, man. It really is. Oh, I love our brotherhood. Yeah. Right. Like we're all busy in our own lives. And see, we're at the age now where no one's offended if you don't hear from someone for a little bit. Yeah. You just pick up right where you left off at. I'm so happy about that. Yes. Because I always feel so guilty. Oh, no. I feel like the worst friend ever. Oh, like, no. I haven't talked to Larry in forever. Oh. Let me invite him on the podcast. No, <laughs> no. Because to me, it's like it just picks up. Yeah. You know, I know your heart, man. And I know you're, you're, you're busy. Yeah. You're busy. You have a family. You're yeah. busy. Jacob's busy. Eddie's busy. We're all going to go out and show out for Eddie. Oh, oh May yeah. 6, so, oh, yeah. yeah. I'm having him on after his show, uh, the Monday after. Oh, perfect. Yeah, I want to talk to him about yeah. the whole journey. Man. Yeah, that's going to be yeah, amazing. Gonna I'm, I'm going to have to, you guys, tune in for that, by the way. Um, oh, it's going to yeah. be great. Eddie's, Eddie's wonderful. But we have this brotherhood. And then I love our, our Friendsgiving um, that we do every year. Yes. Oh, my. What I look forward tradition. to it every year and it grows and it's so funny now because it's growing with kids yeah right yeah, yeah first it started out with just all of us and you know it's we like have double some the of size us. Now. yeah it's like double announced the kids but um to find good friends with great values um it's very hard in today's society because yeah. of social media right oh yeah and so to take a step back because generally when we all get together we're not really on our phones because we're all deep in conversation yep so to be able to sit down and do one-on-one it's truly amazing. And what you're accomplishing and what you're doing and what you're setting out to do, you got our full support. You got my full support, the Bailey household, I should say. I appreciate it. I mean, that. right behind you. And it's uh, it's crazy because I told Serena, I said, babe, you know, and it's before me and you had the uh, food out at um, the West End. Oh, yeah. And mm-hmm. I said, uh, before that, I said, babe, I want to do a love and marriage uh, podcast right oh, and i yeah. was like just to get in there and talk with married couples mm-hmm. and she was like is it because you're surrounded by all married people and i was like yeah and i love every bit of it yeah you know we all operate differently but it flows so well mm-hmm. and um i said yeah i want to do that and so to come in and see you have this and and to see all of this is amazing man you. i mean you are going to exceed in ways you never thought was possible <sighs> I hope so. Man, and I don't want to start speaking in the tongues and all that, but you are going to prosper in ways that you don't even know, and you're going to have some hiccups along the way, but it's only going to teach you lessons, but the outcome's going to be magnificent. Thank you um, so much. To say the least. So I appreciate This has that. been wonderful. Thank you. I've enjoyed it. And on that note, yes, that uh, I guess we'll wrap it up.
Thank you so much, Larry. Hey, thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. My brother. (laughs) 